What's going on, Helmet Gang? We are back with the seventh, seventh episode of the Helmet Save Lives podcast here on YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. I'm so happy you're listening. Today is February 4th, Thursday, February 4th, 2021. Almost got it wrong there, but it's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy year already. Um, but yeah, this episode is going to be a special edition um, I talked on my friend Noah's podcast, Monday Madness Sports Talk. I'm just going to use this week to kind of highlight his podcast, kind of give him some love. And also, um, I share a little bit different perspective on my accident and the whole movement on his podcast. So, hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back to Monday Madness Sports Talk. My name is Noah Festenstein here with our special guest of the day today. And it is... A very familiar special guest. He's been on the Sports Talk program before. It is that of Ethan Densmore. Ethan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Noah. I am so happy to be here. Uh, it's been it's been a long time, but I'm, like I said, hyped to be back in a little bit different circumstance. Of course. Um, but yeah, always a pleasure, man. Yeah, the last time Ethan was on was in April. He goes to DePaul, and he uh, is one of the managers for the DePaul basketball team. Um, and... We, we had a great conversation back in April about DePaul basketball, but he's actually on the show for a much different and much bigger cause. Because uh, since April, since last time Ethan was on, a lot has happened for him. Ethan, yeah. you want to take the floor on that? Of course, man. Um, so uh, just oh, – why is my camera? Okay, here we go. So um, <laughs> my, my, my Zoom's like freaking out. Oh, my God. Um, uh, but, yeah, so similar to everyone else kind of uh, during quarantine, I was like I need to kind of – get something going. I was doing a whole bunch of lifting when I was at school um, and just needed a way to kind of keep my legs strong, to stay active, get outside with some friends. Um, so I got really into biking, really into road biking. Um, and on July 19, 2020, I was doing um, something called Ragbri. It's normally a ride across Iowa. You ride across like horizontally uh, west to east, um, but it was being held virtually this year. So we we're doing a ride from Elgin, which is kind of like pretty much where I'm from, um, up to McHenry and then back 62 mile round trip. Um, and at about the 29, 30 ish mile mark, um, I hit one of those pylons where it like flips down. How like so, so cars can't like, like drive on the path or whatever, like just to make it like bikes and walkers only kind of. Yeah. Um, is, the, is, it, is it the ceramic pylon you're talking about? Yeah. It, well, it, it's like a metal with like the kind of like reflective tape on yeah. all around it. Yeah, yeah. And so it, how it, many how how many miles an hour were you going? Uh, I was probably going like 17, 18 at this point. I mean, it was like it was through an intersection, but like we we averaged right around there. So um, yeah, pretty quick. So um, I kind of like wasn't really locked in, paying attention too much. Pulling my fault, hit the pole, um, flipped over my handlebars, landed on my face. Next thing I know, I'm like on the ground, just blood everywhere, and um, I I'm just kind of in shock, and um, like obviously. They, my, my, my group called an ambulance, went to the hospital, and um, like pretty much where my whole thing starts is Helmet Save Lives, what it's called. Um, pretty much, um, obviously, bike-wearing helmet, always have, always will. Um, I, I got to the hospital, and the, the ER doctor was like, hey, dude, like, so you know, your helmet saved your life. Like, you could have easily had, because, like, when I first got there, I was part of, like, the trauma, kind of, they had, like, the whole trauma team ready for me. Um, because like the ambulance calls it in is that kind of thing. And then I had like a CT scan and it was completely clear, like nothing. Um, and wow. she was like, yeah, like you could have used to have like, much more. Yes. Much more severe stuff, traumatic brain injury, concussion, brain bleed, anything. Um, but all I ended up suffering, I mean, I shouldn't say all I did cause it was still pretty, it was a lot there for about two months, but um, I, the main thing was I had my, my two front teeth broken. So they were kind of broken like a V 
which was like pretty pretty gnarly to look at, but it, it hurt after a while. Um, so I had to get two root canals for those. I have crowns on them now, and I had like a gash um, for my sunglasses, which you can still see from a little bit, on my, like the bridge of my nose. But yeah, besides that, man, um, I I rode like fifteen hundred miles after that the rest of the summer, um, and pretty much started this thing to spread awareness of bike safety and try and use my story and be an advocate for um, for change. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I love that. And just the fact that you're able to take something so traumatic in a way, you know, this is something that you started, you know, to be, to become passionate for was bike riding and something as simple as uh, a pylon off of an yeah. intersection can stop you in your tracks, especially exactly. for a few months. And um, you still maintain that passion for biking, which I kind sure. of completely recommend. And yeah. not even just that you took it for, you, you took all of this experience and made it into a really huge cause and that's the big reason why I have you on here today, Ethan, is because this cause you have is helmets save lives, period. Yes, helmet yes, saves yes. lives. Not yes. saves you from a, a, tra- a, a, no. a traumatic injury, but no. it saves no. lives. Like three words, like three. Um, and like, I, I got to tell you, like, I, I thought about it. So my mom works at the hospital and like during all of the COVID stuff, she would get kind of called in here and there. And I, I remember starting started my Instagram. I was, I was in the parking lot, like picking her up after work. It's like, it's like midnight. And I'm like, it's like, it's like end of July. I was like, I should like, I should like start something around this. And I, I just like made the Instagram. I didn't post anything for like a week. And then I was like, I was like, wait, though, this, this, this like domain, this name is like super dope. But I, I should, I should actually do something with this. Um, and then I, it kind of became like a, like, like a personal, like photo blog a little bit. I would post like, like kind of bloodyish pictures um, cause like that, that was the thing. Like after I, after I crashed, like I had this selfie, I, I, I remember like standing up and taking a selfie right away and just, to, just to kind of see like what I look like for myself. And also, um, to kind of document, I had this whole like vlog, like, yeah. two minute, like the two minute vlog of me in the ambulance, in the, in the ER kind of going on. And it's cool. Cause now I had all this content to just post and be like, hey, I remember, like, yeah, I remember yeah. that day and you, you posted all that. I was like, all of them, man. Was this dude in a car accident? Like, yeah. this, I mean, it, it it just did not look like uh, a good time for you. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're saying you're talking about this so hypely, but in in reality, it was it seemed very painful. Oh, shit! And painful. and like, what was that experience like for you personally? And I know we're, we're going to get into um, your helmet saves lives cause in a very in, in sure. a very short while, but. For you personally, what was this experience like and what have you taken out of it? Yeah, great question. So um, I, I like hate hospitals. I hate doctors. I hate needles, all that kind of stuff. Um, like growing up, I had several kidney surgeries when I was like one, two years old. So I kind of had that like subconscious. I mean, even also just like just I mean, I feel like needles are kind of like a natural fear for a lot of people. But so I, I, I remember like one of my first things I was like, oh, my God, I have to go to the hospital for this. And like that was like my first thing came to my head. It wasn't even like. How's my bike? How's my teeth? It was like, I, I, I took to go to the hospital now. Like, no way. Um, I mean, and it, it was hard because um, they obviously kind of like put numbing stuff when they put the stitches in. But after the fact, like, I could barely talk for like a week. Like my mouth, like my lips were so swollen. Like my gums were so swollen. Like my teeth hurt. Like my face hurt. I like couldn't laugh. I, I love comedy. I, I love smiling. Um, I, I couldn't do any of that. Um, and then, like, what was the thing? Like, like, what did it teach me? Sorry. I, I, oh, I yeah. Like, so, like, I was well, focused well, on the first part. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. And uh, based on all of that, based on all of that um, pain you had to go through and physical changes, 
How did that affect you mentally? Yeah, I think it, it definitely kind of, uh, I think that's kind of what really founded, like the created the foundation for this thing. It's like, I kind of showed myself that I could come back from something so like, so something so unexpected, un, unprecedented and um, just kind of just get back on top. Like, I, I feel like I was, I was just starting to peak in my just biking fitness, like my overall like biking ability. And then I like didn't ride for probably like a month, three weeks a month um, until like the, the beginning of August. Um, and then after that, I, I guess it, it's, it's kind of cliche, like, oh, it's like my like comeback story, like my bounce back, whatever. But I mean, in a way it was because I, I, I felt like I kind of had to prove to myself that like I still had it and that um, I, I, I wouldn't let this pull that shouldn't have been there stop me, you know? So That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, you, you take a lot out of that and you take in the experience that you had with that and like like I said, make it into a much bigger cause in that helmet saves lives. Um, what was your appreciation for helmets before this all happened? Obviously you wore them because you're biking yeah. such a long distance, but have you ever you know interpreted how important helmets were until nah. this all happened? Of course not. But I mean, I mean, obviously, always wore one, and I was raised to. I mean, I I look back at pictures um, that I mean, most of them I posted at this point. But I, like my first time riding a bike on training wheels, I was in our basement that was unfinished at the time, and I had a helmet on. I feel like um, I don't know to the appreciation. I mean, I think that's kind of like my like purpose here is like helmets aren't really like a big emphasis, but yet they should be second nature to most people. Right, exactly. Because people get asked at the doctors. I remember when I was at the doctors, really? like, hey, uh, so you bike, right? And I'm like, yeah, do you wear helmets? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I really didn't. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> come on, man. I don't, I don't wear a helmet. Yeah. But, but like, but now I look back at myself when I said that, I'm like, well, yes, as much as I didn't get into an accent, what if I did? Exactly. And and that that's it. emphasis that's a, that's is thing. what if? What exactly. if? So, like, I think, like, to to show that me as an experienced biker, like, I mean, yeah, like, my my chances are, are like, lower of falling, but um, it, it happened to me. Like, it, it could happen any time. Like, I was just on a casual Sunday morning ride. I mean, yeah, it had rained, it had rained a little earlier, but just a casual ride. And then I, and then everything changed. I mean, you never know. You really never know. So. Okay. So let's talk more about the situation and like what happened at the scene. Cause I know it was a little, um, it's a little tough looking yeah. back at it. And uh, I know you're very open about it. So I'd like to know more about the experience here. Because yeah. you hit the pole, and what do you remember after that in terms of like your shock? Like, what was that in, in detail? Um, yeah. And how how did that? And and like you, your realization you had to go to the hospital because you don't like going to hospitals. Yeah. So I remember initially, um, like, like my whole my whole face just hurt. I remember just like feeling, and then I could like feel like the. I mean, this this is gonna get like really graphic. Hopefully, that's okay. Like, I I could just like like feel the blood like pulsing from my face. Just like feel it, just like 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 just like beating from my gums, from my teeth. Um, and I was just like like laying on my right side, and then um, like my my group I was with like had like water bottles, and they were trying to just squeeze, um, just squeeze water into my mouth, just so I wasn't like swallowing or choking the blood. 
because um, I was just kind of like laying there still. I remember just shaking and just kind of being, um, I guess, like kind of like uh, when you like see butterflies, that kind of thing, just totally shocked. Um, and then I, I remember like they came, like the paramedics came really fast, like within, I think I felt like 9.55 or something like that. And I felt like I was in the ambulance by like 10, 10 or something like that. That's impressive. It was so fast. And, and we were on just this like random stretch um, in, in McHenry. And um, yeah, it was, it was really. Uh. Uh, so for the people who were with you that day, um, do they, did they talk to you about what it was like for them um, yeah. in, in, in helping you through the situation? Yeah. So I was riding with one of my high school friends, um, Nathaniel, one of my close friends. Um, he, he, him and I pretty much rode all summer together. He rode like way more than I did partially because he, he didn't sit out for several weeks, but, um, yeah, he was there. Um, his younger brother was also there. His dad was there. His uncle was there. And then a few other like friends in the group. Um, and his brother actually didn't ride pretty much like for like, like the rest of the summer after that day, like, because he was, he was, he's 16 and it, it just, it just shocked him. Like it, it just shook him up. He just like couldn't ride wow. after that. And like that same day, um, like because it had kind of drizzled in the morning, there's like wood bridges on like the like bike path. And um, like, like he, he actually had fallen on like one of those bridges too. Like a, like this small spill got up kind of like a little scrape on the arm, but um, yeah, they, they kind of just did it for him. And he did a few small rides after that uh, end of the summer, but I mean, yeah, it, it, that's just, it, it shows well, like, like being a, a witness to like a trauma like that can, can really That's insane. Wow. Yeah. Um, so what was it like going back on the bike? And the first time after all this, well, how long did it take for you to get back on the bike? How many months? Uh, well, I, so, so as a as a fitness guy yourself, I'm sure you you kind of track at times. You kind of track your progress or fitness or stuff. So there's a, a big app called Strava. You may have heard of it for running, biking, swimming. It's like the main Strava S T R A V A. Yeah, it's like an orange logo. Okay. Um, and then um, you can do other like tracking stuff on there, but it's mainly for biking and running. Um, and like it's kind of like this kind of weekly kind of you can set goals kind of like a competition. There's like different segments you can kind of race people to see who's like the fastest in your area. Um, okay. And I. I kind of want to keep up my streak. So I actually rode, so I, I, I fell on a Sunday. I rode on the following Saturday. I rode like-, like You rode one, six days later. Yeah, six days later. But but like small ride, it was like one point- I assumed months, by the way. No, no, no. I mean, but okay, it, it was that day. And then I didn't ride for like another another week or so. And it, it's like one, two mile rides. It's really like, like in my neighborhood, small, slow loop, like shaky, like, like oh my God, like, Will I ever like ride as fast the same again? Like, I, I all have these, these like, thoughts are racing through your mind. Yeah. Like, am I ever going to ride this fast again? Or yeah. you know, what was that experience like riding those two miles and like the first miles you coming back from this, even during your recovery process? And how how are you so motivated to do it so soon? I I I don't know. I um I I think the biggest thing is I kind of thought to myself that if I if I kind of continued and if I tried to not not like act like nothing happened but if i kind of tried to like stick with it a little bit that like my brain wouldn't get out of it because i guess i like thought that if i like went long enough without doing it then i'd be like oh it's been it's been a month it's been two months like i kind of be in that like would have gotten comfortable not doing it i guess uh, if that makes sense um so yeah i i don't know it's and then 
we actually did the same ride. So <laughs> um, this is a kind of cool, little, like, um, like soliloquy thing. So we actually, we did the same ride. So this thing called, called a Grand Fondo, which is like a, a like European century ride. So 100 kilometers or 62.13 miles, whatever. Yeah, sounds um, about right. It's like the ride that we're doing. So um, like they have like, like a monthly achievement on the app. So we are doing, so I, I fell in July. We actually did the August Grand Fondo um, and, and, and did that same ride again. Um, and like, and like part, part of the purpose was I wanted to kind of prove to myself I could do it. I also had just got my crowns put in. So that was kind of a little confidence booster. I got like a new, like really nice helmet. Um, and, and we actually, we actually signed the, like, uh, like the pylon thing. So like, like in, in, in Sharpie, I have my like signature. I wrote Helmet Save Lads, I wrote July 19th, uh, 2020. Um, so like, like the, if you, if you go to this poll, you'll see that like, like my name's on there and, and like, it still has like the like scrapes from my bike, like the, like, like the, um, like the, um, reflective tape was all like chewed up kind of when I crashed. Oh, would you consider that one of your prized possessions? I do. I, I may have to, uh, find a way to, um, make that, make that in my possession someday. We'll see. I don't know. Put it in like a, yeah. a glass case. Yeah like a trophy exactly. case but um so that's that's really cool and uh so you have gone through all of this and you're so motivated to the fact that you started a very good cause you just created an instagram page um t what's the exact tag for it so it's called helmet save lives i'm also on tiktok as of the end of 2020 which is blowing okay. up if i'm plug um i of course i of course Obviously, we're we're plugging here, you know. Um, oh no, no, keep keep it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I I actually got super into TikTok, I like in like my own like personal like kind of meme page. It, it did pretty well, and then I figured I might as well. I, I I waited so long to put my helmets page on there, um, and then December thirtieth, I posted my first video. As of now, I'm at like two point six k followers on TikTok, which is like super dope because like like I felt like the Instagram is more for like. Um, I mean, like, obviously it, it's a lot harder to grow on the Instagram. Like it's a little bit slower process where TikTok, if you have like one video do decently well, you can get like a few hundred. Followers. Oh yeah. If it gets passed around, people are going to naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so obviously, but like you said, so, um, started the Instagram and, uh, initially I was just doing kind of posts, like I had uh, pictures I'd taken. Um, and, and after a while it was kind of like memes. I, I made like the Bernie Sanders meme. Like I'm once again asking you to wear a helmet. Like when he had this little, like, uh, like ad early on or like pictures of just different um, like pros. Like it was also like when the Tour de France was happening, which is something I followed pretty closely. So I would like repost like crash videos from that and be like, hey, like see these pros wearing helmets? Like this is why they wear helmets. Um, and then after a while, I just kind of continued into more just talking about um, like covering different articles. Like, like, dude, like you'd be surprised. There's articles out there like, here's why you shouldn't wear a helmet. I'm like, like really come on like come on like there's actual like blogs and people like uh putting content out there for that kind of stuff so i, I just kind of like share my thoughts on that um but yeah it's it's been great and like my, my goal is to um no go ahead actually here i'll i'll like I'll, I'll, I'll save that for like a separate question yeah like a goal i mean yeah goals are its own separate thing especially moving forward and especially since we're springs what right around the corner coming up man yeah so you're gonna start riding soon and we can't now because no storms are happening left exactly. and right yep. so do you wait do you have like a peloton or something uh i have my i have my bike on a trainer right now oh, 
that's how to do it. That is how to do it. Because my mom just recently got a Peloton, and yeah, oh, she, dude, those yeah, are she loves it. Those are so that, that's some next level stuff, man. That's yeah. Since she does not want to go to the gym, which I don't, I don't even go either. I I do home workouts. No um, way. No way. I, yeah, it, it's it's tough, and yeah. uh, so just the fact that like we can find alternatives other than you know riding outside, riding at the gym, is being able to work out at home. So that's very important. And be, doing that at home is that like really helps you uh, just stay in shape and stay motivated. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a lot harder than riding outside, especially when you're, I mean, I'm in, I'm in the basement right now, obviously, so um, kind of confined. It can be really hot. It can be, there's not much change of landscape, obviously, so I kind of just throw on some Netflix or some, I don't know, some Twitch, watch some people play some games, but it, it, it's really hard, and, and I'll admit, I've, I've been um, less on it than I hoped I would be, especially, um, I mean, I my goal is to kind of maintain my, fitness level and try and go into the spring being like, I'm just going to pound the trainer. I'm just going to write all the time. Um, but it's hard. It's, it's hard to want to hop on. Um, and you got class and other, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm still in college. Still, Noah. Yeah. Yes, 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 you are. Yeah, so. You could go on the bike and zoom could. class on the totally bike. Could. Yeah, you, you, can could. Find a, you can find a way. You yeah. get called on in class and you're just like going through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, B. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Like what? <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Ah, uh, that's so funny. Um, so yeah. So go on Instagram. Follow Helmet Saves Lives. Uh, there's two S's after between helmets and saves. Just no, to no, be clear, save. No, helmets save. Lives. Save lives, save not helmets. saves. Plural. Save <laughs> lives. Yes, I'll I'll make sure to post it. It'll be it'll be on uh, the show description uh, once you guys uh, so you guys can be able to follow and of yep. course support the uh, the cause. Um, what have you gotten out of this cause in terms of like not just like you didn't July nineteenth was a day that changed your life, and yeah. this cause has now I would say exponentially skyrocketed. You're, we were just talking about goals. Now we can talk about goals with uh, the cause is. What do you want to see out of it going Dude. forward? Cool. So for the longest time, um, my goal was to do like sports marketing or to work for like a front office for a sports team. Um, and after this past summer, I really kind of reflected. I was like, that'd be dope. I mean, I'm still studying sports communication, um, but I my goal would be to work for a like bike company. There's like any like there's a bunch of big American companies like Trek, Giant, Schwinn, Bell, any of those, Giro, like huge companies. Um, and I, I actually have gotten like recognition from them, like, um, like either, whether it's like, like following me on Instagram or following me on TikTok, like people are starting to notice. Um, and I'm actually in the process of trying to finish up some job apps and, uh, resumes, cover letters, all that stuff. Um, I think it'd be dope if like one of these companies like picked it up or like, I guess like, like bought it from me in a sense. Um, or I could just kind of like start or like transition to work for them and be like, take over as the lead of this kind of thing. I don't know. I, but I, I see this being like some just like next level, like movement where like at like at either at races or like I said, either like a company makes it their own. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like this helmets issue yeah. is more of a recu- a recreational issue. Cause you know, you're talking to people who might not be racing, but you know, you're talking also to kids on the street who yeah. ride down on the roads, not the sidewalks, the roads without a yeah. helmet on. Everybody um, does it, man. So, like, how would you think that you can reach those younger kids who 
really essentially going through brand development is more important to wear a helmet. It's always important always, but um, yeah. like it's more vital for kids and teenagers to be wearing a helmet when they ride a bike. Of course. And that's been a big focus on my TikTok. It's been like, I, I, I could obviously go to someone's video and be like, Hey dude, like, where's your helmet? Like, like what the heck? Or like, like my goal has been to be more like encouraging and positive, but like, I guess like sort of use my experience, but also be like, Hey man, like, I, like, I think like even though even though you think like having a helmet isn't cool and it, it like it feels dumb and like looks stupid, but also like hey like like here's what here's what could happen and like I'm, like you're obviously still young like I want to see you make smart decisions kind of just more like that positive spin on it, of course, um, just so that people don't feel and like I obviously like it's it's like it's like it is it is everyone's choice to or, or to not wear a helmet, but I I obviously think that. It's smart and you should, but you obviously can't make anybody. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely a very bad kid when it comes to that. I was very bad at not wearing my helmet. And I, I mean, I, I forgive do you me, think that even not just biking, I also skate and I don't wear a helmet when I skate because, um, yeah, I should maybe do better about that. But, <laughs> but, um, with skating, do you think this can also apply to skating? And everything, like, everything. Yeah, everything. And that's where like, it's been pretty cool. So Instagram, I, I have like a lot of like 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 cyclists around the world follow me. A, a lot of Asian followers, a lot of South American followers. Um, but my TikTok is it's a lot of um, like European and like American like kids who do like mountain biking and BMX, which is like surprising to me because like I mean I, I guess if you think about it like like biking videos on TikTok won't be that cool as opposed to like someone doing like a cool mountain bike dirt jump or something like that um and like it's been surprising how many people how many people actually obviously with the amount of followers and the amount of likes and stuff like how many people are willing to kind of hop on the bandwagon and accept it but kind of on your point um i i it should be i i think it should be a thing across anything you're doing on wheels or anytime you're riding something if it's a tricycle if it's a skateboard if it's a A scooter in chicago uh, yeah, like uh, all those all those bird scooters. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't even think those 100%. should exist in Chicago. Oh, they're so dangerous, man. I mean, like they're fun. I, I tried them, but they're so dangerous. That's not worth the, the fun and the convenience is not worth not no. worth it at all. No. Yeah, uh, it because it, people there's no like people aren't going to bring their helmets with them to ride a bike or no. ride a scooter like that, especially in a city where there's a ton, ton of traffic. Yeah, I think that's really important and. Um, to that point, you know, maybe your cause can lead to maybe uh, bills or laws that could be made to yeah. make helmets, you know, yeah. mandatory like, for that like, matter, uh, for anything. Yeah. yeah, and just like make it more of a priority. And like I said, um, I think it's just like a, such an easy argument in my eyes to say like, like most people I would think like drive wearing a seatbelt. So like, why would you bike not wearing a helmet? Or like, why would you... I mean, I guess nowadays, like the example is like, why would you, why would you go to Target like not wearing a mask? Like, like pretty much like everyone wears a mask now. Like, like why can't you like wear a helmet? It's just like, it's just all these like things that should like kind of go like put two and two together, but people just don't. And yeah. do you think it's a matter of being lazy or just being uh, ignorant to the fact? Like, what do you think is the most biggest well, issue? Yeah, uh, but naturally both. But what what is like the biggest issue as to reason, as to the reason why people don't want to wear helmets? Uh, I think that they think they look dumb, and that they think that um, 
I, I mean, I, I think, I, I think you can definitely find a, a cool helmet that looks dope. I, I think I have a pretty awesome, like all white road bike helmet that I, I love to wear. And I, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm the helmet guy, but um, I, I, I think it has to do with that. I think people are embarrassed. I think when you talk about kids, I know um, like I, I remember growing up and like my neighbors across the street, like we kind of like bike around this loop in our neighborhood. And I remember like kind of being confused, like, wait, like, like how come those guys are wearing helmets? And then I remember like, not, not being bullied in a sense, but kind of being like, wait, like, how come you guys are wearing helmets? And it's just like this, like, like debate that um, like kids just feel pressured almost by their friends just to not wear a helmet at that point. It's, it's, That's it's, wow. It's, yeah, um, it's manipulative in yeah. a way. And can utilize this cause to make it otherwise. Um, that's, and that's yeah. why I say, you know, putting laws into effect, putting signs up at skate parks saying no helmets, no entry, sort of, so, yeah. so to speak. Like, Something like that, man. That, that's important. And yeah. I'm, you know, because of you and you've inspired me and I would hope anybody who is listening uh, to, to wear a helmet. And what do you want to say to these people to inspire? Like, what is your like... Your, your headline, so to speak, for, so for people to, to get inspired to wear helmets? I think that another thing that people don't realize is that if you can afford a bike, you can afford a helmet. Like you can get a bare bones helmet. Like, like the, my, my helmet that I crashed wearing was probably a $30 helmet, $25 helmet. It was a very bottom line, like not much technology, just a plain foam helmet. Um, so yeah, I guess there's pretty much that. Um, there's something else I'm gonna say that I cut myself off on. Um, but yeah, just like, um, like your helmet is a investment in your life. Like you, you have only one head, you have only one life. Um, like you can easily like, like crack a helmet and buy another one. Like that's what happened to mine. Um, and you obviously only have, yeah, that's, that's it. So yeah, helmets, basically. Helmets but like, just like, just wear a helmet. Like, like there's, there's no debate. There's no excuses. Just wear a helmet. That's, that's it. Agree, hundred uh, percent. It's a very simple thing that people don't even think about, especially twice just jumping on a bike or putting on, going on a skateboard for that matter. Uh, it's it's crazy. Um, yeah, that's pretty inspirational. And uh, for you to come from what happened on July nineteenth to get to where you are today, um, it's pretty remarkable. Thanks, man. Uh, I'm I'm quite uh, like I said inspired, but also now more motivated to get on a bike and you know do and at, now like biking around with a helmet on. Do you feel more empowered? Hundred percent. It, it it makes you feel a specific way. So like so so confident, so like protected. I mean, and I think that's the thing. Like technology in helmets is like, evolving. There's all kinds of different like nettings, all kinds of different foams, like different materials that, I mean, like, like you can get helmets that are several hundred dollars where I feel like years ago people would just use, I mean, like even football, just like leather as a helmet. But now you see like a few decades later, we just have these state of the art, just crazy um, helmets. So yeah, it's, wow. it's evolving, man. Heck yeah, man. Awesome. So if you guys want to follow the cause on Instagram, uh, it is helmets save lives standing on tiktok uh, helmet save lives exactly so follow that on tiktok follow that on instagram uh it's it's very 
very inspirational stuff by Ethan. Scroll down and you'll be able to uh, see the more details of the story. Uh, it's quite remarkable. And I cannot commend you any, any further uh, about the experience you went through um, is, is quite um, remarkable, Thank I have to say. Uh, of course. So while we're on the uh, topic of biking, what's your favorite biking event? Like, what do you, I know the Tour de France, there's some events, triathlon events. Like, yeah, yeah. What, what makes you motivated in terms of like, you know, what kind of events make you motivated to want to compete more? Dude, I have a perfect example. So um, something that my dad and I have done is called Bike MS. It's, uh, it's been held in uh, um, kind of by, um, what's it? Like, like the St. Charles area, like, like Geneva area. That's a good um, area. Um, and it's basically this event for multiple sclerosis where like they raise like, like they have like rides nationwide and they raise like millions and millions of dollars for research for multiple sclerosis. Um, and like people who haven't like ride, um, and like this, like this, this jersey is from it. Um, my dad and I were part of this corporate team for one of his, um, one of his like, like his close friends from college. Um, and they, they do like 15, 35, 50, 75 and hundred mile rides. Um, so I like I like watched it for a few years. There's probably maybe three, four thousand riders at it. It's in June every year, um, and um, like you raise, I think you could raise like a few hundred dollars for it. I mean, which is like, I mean, that's kind of like that's that's expected. Um, and it's just such a great event. They have it just basically celebrating that people can ride and that, um, and then everyone else who doesn't have MS is like like just kind of highlighting this just a bigger purpose beyond just a ride. So I've done 200 mile rides through that. I've done a few 70 mile, 75 mile rides. Um, so it's a whole all day um, thing, so. But besides that, I mean, um, I guess on like, like a bigger scale, like Tour de France, like Giro d'Italia, there's a lot of cool uh, other, like world who's your, who's your favorite biker? Guy named, guy named Wood Van Aert, he's a guy from Belgium. Ooh. He's gotta so love them Belgian riders, the Belgian yeah. athletes. Yeah, they they're on another oh, level. People so underestimate fast. Belgian they're athletes. They're so fast, dude. It's it's just having so many waffles, man. They just they just like pound the waffles and just like that's the motivation. Oh, you man. get you get a nice nice fresh stack of yeah. fluffy waffles at the end of each race. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's the motivation. You want to know why Belgian riders are so fast? You get I don't know. nice some nice waffles at the end also have also have great beers too but belgian beer i don't think i don't think you drink beer while you, while you bike no i, I don't after, think that's a smart idea after that <laughs> nah nah i can only imagine wow um um but today it was all about biking and wearing your helmet no matter even without biking anything yeah. that you do on wheels anything that you yeah. do that puts you at risk of injury helmets are always the best idea. 100%. 100%. Ethan, yes, is there anything else you would like to tell the listener in regards to biking, life? Have at it. Um, yeah, I, I guess um, just try and be positive. I mean, I, I, was, I was dealt like the hardest hand of my life, at least since I've been like, kind of just able to kind of like, like remember. Um, and I, I think just being able to, even though I couldn't really smile big for a while, for a few weeks, and didn't have much of a smile with my teeth, um, just staying positive and try my best to persevere. And I think make the best out of it with my, um, with, with, with like what I've been doing recently. So, um, yeah, there you go. Well, your smile, I don't think, has gotten any bigger than I've seen it since. Thanks. So you're, you're you're doing a really nice job. 
um, really coming out of it stronger than you were before. And um, I think the big picture is is through these hard times, we can really uh, prevail at the end and learn something from it. Oh, yeah, 100%. I totally agree, man. So this has been Ethan Densmore uh, with Helmets Save Lives. Follow it. I'll post all of the social media information, including the TikTok and Instagram page um, in the description below. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Yeah, podcasts, even ever. Uh, Of course, love to hear it. And uh, all the best for you, Ethan. Um, I really, really enjoy what you do. And for your cause, um, I I think it's going to help a lot of people. And uh, it's helped me first and foremost. And I I hope to spread the word to everyone else who I I, I think could really um, benefit from your cause. I'm happy to hear that, man. That's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, man. Much love. And thank you for stopping on. Always, always. Take care. I'll see you soon. Yeah, no problem. So there you have it. That was my episode. Uh, I was featured on of the Monday morning sports talk podcast with my friend Noah. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I really enjoyed filming that, recording that with him. We'll be back next week with another usual podcast, some more banger videos, and uh, a whole bunch of TikTok, Instagram content as well. Thank you so much, Helmet Gang. Make sure to always wear a helmet. Helmets save lives. Love you all.